Welcome, everybody, to the Northern Fathers podcast. We are in day three of our social distancing initiative. As always, Father Will, Father Matt, the Northern Fathers. Today happens to be the solemnity of St. Joseph, though. What a great day in the life of the church. Uh, St. Joseph is the patron saint of the Universal Church and someone very important uh, to our faith. And so as a solemnity, we celebrate St. Joseph with the highest of honors. So um, you're welcome to take a break from your fasting today uh, to do something special and nice if you're able to, uh, to celebrate this great saint and his love for us and his intercessions for us. And so, of course, we want to talk a little bit about St. Joseph today, but um, we do want to address a little bit more. Uh, we did have a, a wonderful webinar with the Diocese of Phoenix yesterday, and so we just wanted to kind of highlight a few of the things that came from that webinar, because I know so many of us have a lot of questions. And so we want to answer a few of those today before we dive into St. Joseph. Yep. One of the things that struck me right away was the acknowledgement from, from our bishop and his staff that, you know, it's hard to be socially distanced, and we're a communal church. Um, God made us social beings, and it's very important for us to stay connected and so their first exhortation was for us to continue to reach out to one another, specifically through phone calls, just to call. Maybe we have some you know, neighbors or people that are living by themselves, even more so to reach out to them. And what's, what's interesting, what I found already is because a lot of people are home and perhaps self-quarantined, people are actually more available. And so if each of us reached out to five people each day, that I think it would actually help us to reconnect in a lot of ways um, and remind us that, that we are one family, we are one church. Yeah, I also think it's important for us to stay connected um, through social media. You know, that's the whole reason why we're doing this podcast is so that we can stay connected with you. Um, we're streaming our daily mass together. Um, on my Instagram account, we're working on trying to be able to get some of those things up on Facebook Live as well. Um, but we want to stay connected with you um, we, we miss you, to be honest. We really miss you. I know when we go on vacation and we celebrate private masses, it's normal, but we're, we're on vacation. And, uh, but not right now, we're not, you know, and it's really a pain for us not to be able to have you there at Mass and to see your smiling faces and to be able to um, just to have that close contact with you guys. So um, also, it's, it's why Father Matt and I are doing this stuff together. We want to show that right now. We need to stand together in our faith and to uh, just really rely on our community. And so that's why we're doing the podcast together. That's why we're doing our masses uh, together, just to show that we stand together in this, in the midst of trying times. Yeah, we're not alone. Um, we did hear that we can expect this to continue, not being able to have public masses for several weeks. And we don't know how much further after that. Um, so for the time being, um, that... Unfortunately, that masses are, are not public and people will not be able to receive uh, the Eucharist, which is a huge sacrifice um, yeah. for the people of God. And, and, and the Lord knows that. And so the, the Lord who's never outdone in generosity, he doesn't expect the impossible, and that somehow he can give us all the grace that we would have received uh, in physical communion because, that's, because he's the Lord and he yeah. can do that. Yeah. And I know a lot of people have questions about gosh, what about the Easter Vigil? What about Easter Masses? And, 
you know, what about the sacrament masses that are coming up, the confirmation masses? And we, we don't have exact information at this time. All we know is that the diocese is working hard to develop contingency plans for all those things. So uh, we'll just have to wait and see. And, um, you know, the root word for patience is the Latin patior, which means to suffer. And so anytime we're asked to be patient for things, there's a certain level of suffering that we endure. Um, and we do it for the Lord. We don't, we don't do it for some insignificant thing. We do it for our Lord and Savior. So we just, we wait, we be patient. And um, when information comes, we'll, we'll get it out to you right away. Also, there's some questions about confessions that kind of came up in our webinar. You know, confessions really need to be done outdoors right now uh, in open air environments um, so as to protect uh, the priests, but also all the different penitents who come to the sacrament, which is quite easy, to be honest with you, in Phoenix. You usually have fantastic weather right now. It's a little more difficult in Flagstaff because we're looking at, we're just looking right outside our rectory window and we're looking at nearly a foot of snow. So, uh, and that's why we cancel confessions on Wednesday. Uh, but we're looking to create a kind of drive-through confessional for um, this Saturday. So um, we'll get some more information about that soon. But well, we'll have volunteers directing traffic where you can kind of stay in your cars and uh, the priests will be bundled up outside so that they don't get too cold and uh, we're trying to make that available. Um, and we'll see if we can't do that uh, more regularly next week. Uh, and if, it's, if it happens, the weeks to come. So, And isn't the Adoration Chapel, doesn't it continue to be open, yep. Father Will? Yep, the Adoration Chapel is open. We just ask that you uh, observe social distancing in the chapel. We spread out the chairs. So please don't like, move those together, but uh, keep them separate and... Um, and uh, no more than 10 people in the chapel, but it's, it remains open. Jesus is there. You can come and be at his feet uh, to listen to him and to be in communion with him in that way. So, yeah. Maybe we can uh, build some snowman confessionals. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Will you help me build a snowman confessional? Sorry. <laughs> For all you frozen fans out there. Um, yeah. Anything else, Father Matt, before we move into St. Joseph? Let's talk about St. Joseph. Yeah, I think he's he can. Saint Joseph is, uh, we he's an incredible saint, and yet people at first glance people are like, but we don't know much about him, and he is so silent that we have no recorded words of his in scripture, um, which actually I think speaks more to his humility and and obedience than than even Mary. We look at Mary as a great example of humility and obedience to the Lord, and perhaps. Even more so, St. Joseph, who isn't noticed um, and yet is lifted up as a great example of faith. Yeah, you know, this morning I was praying with a homily given by Pope Benedict XVI on the feast day of St. Joseph. I can't remember what year it was, but um, he was touching upon this idea that when we think about greatness, we like to be the ones who set the terms for that. Like, this is what it means to be great. This is why a person is great. And it's usually when we're in charge, we set people up who are in the spotlight. Like, they're doing a bunch of stuff. They're saying a bunch of stuff. Everything is always on them, the spotlight. But we forget that there's this other dimension that God holds to be good and beautiful. And, and dare I say, even more important. And that's the behind-the-scenes stuff. The stuff that isn't always in the spotlight. So when we look at St. Joseph, like he says nothing, as you mentioned, in Scripture. We have no words attributed to St. Joseph. Uh, but we know that he had an open heart to hear the word of God. And that every time 
uh, the word of God came to him, he responded immediately. Like he didn't waste any time. As soon as he heard the voice of the Lord, as soon as his dream was over, he got up and implemented exactly what God asked. And so I like to, I was thinking about this this morning. I, I see St. Joseph as kind of like a stagehand in a play. You know, you have your actors and they're in the spotlight, but he's the guy behind the scenes who says nothing. You see very little of him, but he just makes everything happen. Like he protects the Lord. He sets up all that the Lord needs. He provides so much for Jesus and Mary and without any attention given to himself. I also equivalate him to like parish staff. You know, the pastor is always in the spotlight. The priest is always in the spotlight. But there are these incredible lay people um, and, and even deacons too behind the scenes just making so much happen. Uh, and they're critical to the mission and life of the church. And so I see St. Joseph in that way. Yeah, St. Joseph, I, I love this phrase I've, I've heard. I know Blessed Charles Difficult says it and others of the school of Nazareth. That, you know, when it says Jesus went back to uh, Nazareth and was obedient uh, to Mary and Joseph, that you just imagine what that was like, that hidden life of Jesus with Mary and Joseph. And, and I think that kind of ties in a little bit now with what people are experiencing, that, that there's a hidden life happening, that, you know, nobody knows what's happening in your homes right now. <laughs> like, there's, <laughs> like, people are home, and they're doing what they're doing, and, and it's hidden uh, from the rest of the world. And yet, that time with Jesus, Mary, and Joseph was very fruitful, um, that, and for a long time, it was just hidden, but for many years. And then Jesus came out and went out publicly in ministry and um, began his public ministry. But, um, but what happened behind those closed doors and um, the, the things that were done there all bore fruit later. And I think now we find ourselves in a time where people are at home, maybe quarantined. And, and, and it's those small little actions that we do as a family that, that are going to bear a lot of fruit now and later. And I think even for, uh, I gosh, even for college students, maybe they're in their apartments alone, or or hopefully they're maybe home with family. That 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 we have a choice now of what kind of what kind of hidden life am I going to lead, lead right now? Is it a hidden life that focuses on on prayer and obedience and faithfulness and where I'm at? Um, that it, you know, and and that that will bear great fruit later. It's hard. It's hard to to be hidden. We like to be public and do. And yet there's great faithfulness from the God who's hidden. Yeah, and oftentimes we put, dare I say, too much emphasis on some of those things. Not, not, not to um, remove their significance, right? Because our attendance at Mass every Sunday, you know, for many families putting their kids in Catholic school, like these are the big things that they want to do to ensure that the faith is carried on in their children. And certainly those bear incredible fruit and uh but we forget sometimes about the significance of the faith in the hidden life of the home and the power of a family that prays together, that communicates the faith in the fabric of their home environment, and that that has a huge effect. And we can't dismiss that. And, and this is an opportunity, I think, right now for families to take a very close look at what does our faith life look like in our home? Like, are we praying together? Are we having uh, spiritual and faith conversations together? Are we reflecting on our experience and asking the Lord to reveal to us what he desires of our family right now? And that has 
huge implications, right? That can be one of the most powerful factors that allows um, the life of Christ to grow within the soul, you know? And so I think um, we, this is an invitation from uh, St. Joseph right now to really turn to him, you know? Say, okay, St. Joseph, you led this hidden life where you cared for and loved Jesus without anybody knowing in the intimacy of the home, home environment. So how can we do that right now, especially without these big things? You know, Catholic schools are out right now. There's no public masses. Like, we have faith in the home right now. And St. Joseph, as I mentioned in the beginning, he's the patron saint of the universal church, you know? Um, he is interceding for every father and for every home life right now. Yeah, I think St. Joseph can be a model of faith for us that just as he acted on God's will and, and trusted God's will. Our readings today really speak about faith um, in a big way that, that Joseph is a model of faith. And I think all of us are being challenged a little bit in faith right now. Like, how, what is God doing? <laughs> or, or you say, why is God allowing this? And we're not going to have good answers to that, that we don't know and we're not going to know. But do I trust God? Can I trust God when I, I can't see what he's doing? Do I believe that he's still in control, that he still loves me, and that he's working all things for good? And, and Joseph is, is that example of, you know, all of a sudden his, he's about to be married and his fiance is pregnant. And he's like, what? Like, this is not what I asked for. I had hoped for all sorts of other things. Like, this isn't what I want. And, and God says, no, dude, take her as your wife. And then immediately, if you keep on reading in Scripture, he's, you know, that all of a sudden now somebody's coming after, you know, that the life of his child and family is threatened, and he has to take action that he hadn't planned on doing, he didn't want to, that, but now he he takes up that responsibility um, for his family, because that's what we do, and that somehow it, it it was that response of faith that that made him into the man that formed his character. And so, and it's also through these difficult times and, and trusting in God and moving forward with action that we hadn't planned to do, that's going to form our character and, and make us saints also. For me, St. Joseph is a really important saint uh, because I went to a seminary called the Josephinum, which is Latin for St. Joseph. And, um, you know, I've always been um, just interested in St. Joseph because I find him more relatable than the Blessed Virgin Mary. You know, not that she isn't important in my life, um, but because he wasn't born free of original sin. Like, you know, Mary was immaculate conceived, Joseph was not. And so here's this man who just was really strong in the Lord and strong in his faith and wrestled with all the, you know, the temptations that come from sin, you know. Uh, and also, as you mentioned, I really appreciate St. Joseph trusting in the Lord, even though he doesn't know what's going on. You know, oftentimes we look at things in the past and we say, oh, well, they had, we just assumed they had knowledge of what God was going to do, and they didn't. They just trusted in the Lord every second, you know, without knowing the final picture in the end. So, you know, it reminds me of that old joke that whenever something went wrong in the Holy Family's household, well, Jesus is God. And Mary was sinless, <laughs> so you know whose fault it was. It was Joseph. Joseph. <laughs> I felt like I felt like me growing up. It was always my fault. But uh, <laughs> but you know, jo- Joseph. There's something about you know providing for the holy family. I, 
I think I hear a lot of fear out there now, you know, rightly founded perhaps, that there's a lot of people worried about losing their jobs or just having less income with their yeah. hours cut back. And that's a serious concern. Yeah. Um, and, and people are worried about how are they going to provide for their family? Um, and I think St. Joseph becomes a great intercessor at this point that, that he who helped provide for the Holy family, he who continues to provide and guide the church, that he's a great one to ask for intercession. St. Joseph, help me to, to get, you know, give me what I need so that I can provide for this family. That, that somehow God loves our families, our members of our family, even more than we do. And he has a plan to provide for that, but it, it's going to require trust and, and humility and and. And, and that I'm not going to do it. I need God to do it. Yeah, and I know that that even came up in our webinar. Like, even church staff, they're worried, like, what, what's going to happen? You know, I think everybody's just concerned. The entire country, entire world. And so I really appreciate what Bishop Olmstead said. He said, we, really need, we need to trust in the Lord, and we need to pray. Yeah, and ask the Lord for the, the graces that we need to, um, to just keep moving forward even in this time of uncertainty, especially financial uncertainty. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's true that the church is in, <laughs> shares similar fears as the, all the people of God, right? That, that without, without Sunday masses and Sunday collections, you know, how, how does the church have the money to pay its staff? Yeah. Um, and yet they're going to do whatever they can to help provide for them and, right. um, and to trust in God as well. Yeah, absolutely. Well, thanks, everybody. Really appreciate you joining us. And um, we hope you're staying safe, staying healthy, staying holy at home. So let's uh, close out in a prayer. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Lord, we thank you for this day. We thank you for the great gift of St. Joseph, for his patronage over us and all of our families. And Lord, we just ask that through the intercessions of St. Joseph, we might just trust more in your son Jesus during this time. Uh, that we might be ready to respond however he calls to us. St. Joseph, give us peace um, and just give us that focus on your son Jesus so that we can see him and know him and love him and serve him even in the hidden life of our homes at this time. And we ask all of this through Christ our Lord. Amen. St. Joseph, pray, pray for, for us. us. In the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. See you tomorrow. I'm going to have ice cream today. It's a solemnity. Solemnity. Ice cream. <laughs> ice cream. I hope you get to ice cream too. God bless you guys. Bye.